Shalom Abrach Reptiv Amistav Tzaditas. Today's daf begins with some interesting computations of Chalitza and Yibum scenarios. A son selling his father so that his mother can collect her ksuba. And we have a new Mishnah that discusses a case where a Koyen and the slave of a Koyen are mixed up at birth and what their halachas are going to be. Specifically, the Gemara is going to address their ability to collect Truman Maestras in the Goyren in the granary. But we begin with the Tesefta that tells us that there is a case where someone can do chalitza with his mother Misafik to his sister Misafik and to his daughter Misafik. What, what's the case of him doing chalitza with his mother Misafik? If his mother and another woman give birth to two boys and then they both have another two boys and one of these two boys gets mixed up and then one of these sons marries the mother of the other mixed-up brother. And then he dies without any children. So now his wife, is chayv, his wife, the mother, is Chayev and Yibum. She does Chalitza with both of these boys. Each one is doing Chalitza. Misafik, it might be his mother. Because his son married the other one's mother. How could someone do Chalitza with his sister Misafik? If someone's mother and another woman had two girls and they get mixed up and then their brother, their maternal brother, from that mother, marries them and dies. She does chalitza to both. Turns out they're doing chalitza to their sister, Misafik. They were mixed up. It could be it's my sister. How can one do chalitza with his daughter, Misafik? This is a case where his wife and another woman give birth to two daughters. And those daughters get mixed up. Their brothers get married and die without children. So this one's doing chalitza to what may be his daughter. Now we have a Bryce that says from a mayor that it's possible for a man and woman to have five children with five different yuchsen from five nations. What, what, what's, what's this case? A Jew buys an Evan and a shifcha, and they have two sons. He's Megayer, one of these sons. So now he has... One son who's a ger and one son who's a guy. Then he's, he's matavil them, puts them in the mikvah to become avadim. And then they're together and have a child. So that child is going to be an evid. So he has a ger, and a, a goy, and an evid. If he frees the shifcha and then lives with her again as an evid, if an evid sleeps with this freed shifcha, who is now a Jew, so now that child is going to be a mamzer. So now we have a ger, a oivikachavim, an Evid and a Mamzer, if the owner frees both of them and they marry each other, now this child's going to be Israel. So you could have a Ger, number one, Evid Kachavim, two, an Evid, three, a Mamzer, four, and a Israel for the last child, five. What's the Chiddush in this whole fascinating case? That if a Goy or an Evid marries a Israel, a Jewish girl, that child will be a mom. Next, the Gemara says that there can, there can be a case, there is a case where one will sell his father so that his mother can collect the ksuba. What this case? If a Jew buys an Eved and a Shifcha in the market and they have a son and then he frees the Shifcha and marries her. And he writes, I want all of my Nechassim to go to my son, to her, to her son. Now he's an Eved. The son is free. So his son can sell his father so that his mother can collect her ksuba. You see from here, it's all Shittas Rameir, that an Eved 
has a din of metaltalin, and you can sell, in order to collect a ksuba, one can sell the metaltal of the husband, the movable objects, to pay for the ksuba. Or you could say that an evet is a din of a karka, and a karka is meshubad to the ksuba. Now we have a new Mishnah that tells us if a woman's child is mixed up with her daughter-in-law's child and these two boys grow up and they marry a woman and then die, the children of the daughter-in-law do chalitza b'na'yibum because this woman is suffek eishes achiv and suffek eishes achiv. However, the children of the mother-in-law, they could do chalitza or yibum because... Their suffix is whether this is Eishas Achiv, which is a pure chi of Yibam, or Eishas Ben Achiv, which is also mutter. If the Kshayrim, the children that were not mixed up, die, then the mixed up children can marry the children of the older one, the mother-in-law. They do Chalitza Benat Yibam, because there it's a suffix Eishas Achiv and Eishas Achi Aviv. But the children of the daughter-in-law, one of them does Chalitza, and then the other one does Yibam. In a case, says the Mishnah, of a koyhenes that gets mixed up, that her children gets mixed up with the children of a shifcha, with, with her shifcha. So this boy is either, each one of these children knows that he's either the son of a koyen or the slave of a koyen. But either way, he can eat chuma and he gets to pick up the chuma meiser in the granary. Neither can be metame tomas meis. They're not allowed to get married to Ksheres, because they might be an Eved, they can't get married to Psulas, because they might be a Kayan, can't marry a Shifcha. When they grow up, these mixed up kids, they can free each other, because one of them is the owner, and one of them is the slave. If they marry women who are not Avodim, the Royal Kuhuna, once they're freed, and now they, they can't be Metamalamesim, if they are Metamalamesim, they don't get 40 Malkas, because you could say, wait, I, I'm not the slave. Like you say, no, I'm not the Kayan, I'm the slave. He's the Kayan over there. They don't eat Truma, but if they do eat Truma, they don't have to pay care in Vachemish, because again, it's a suffix. They don't take the Chalik of Truma Samaisa in the granary. They could sell the, their Truma. They don't get uh, the, the Kudshim from the Vesem Mikdash. Uh, we don't give them Kudshim, but we don't take it away from them, because they might, he might be a Kayan. They're potter from giving away their Zerayel Chayim. And keva because it might be their own if they're a kain. And when they have a bachar, instead of giving it to kain, they let it graze until it has a mum. And both of these mixed up brothers get the chumras of kahuna and Israel. Now going back to the first case. In our Mishnah, when the mother-in-law and daughter-in-law's children get mixed up, we said that if the, the, if the kshayrim, the not mixed up children, die, the Gemara just jumps on that lush and is like, oh, wait, the ones that are mixed up are psulin? The Papa says, no, okay, we shouldn't call them Ksherim, we should call them Vadoyan, the ones that we know who their mother is. The children of the daughter-in-law do Chalitza. One does Chalitza and then does Yibam. And the Gemara points out that the Chalitza must be done before the Yibam because if Yibam was done first, it could be the other brother was supposed to do Yibam and now she's marrying a random guy who is not the brother of her husband. As long as they do Chalitza first, now she's parted from Yibam and she can marry whoever she wants. Now, when the son of a Kayin and the slave of a Kayin get mixed up, we said that they divide a chilek of the gairin, of the, the Truman Meiser, in the granary. And the Gemara says, why would we think that they get more than one chilek? The Gemara's answer is that, no, what it's telling us is that they must be there together, like one person. 
The two of them together get one chilek. This is like the Mandomar who says, we don't give the Eved of a Koyen Chuma unless his master is there. The Bryce says, that's Shittash of Yehuda. Rabbi Yoisi says, he can say, if I'm a Koyen, then give it to me, even when he's by himself. He's look like, I'm a Suffolk Koyen, Suffolk Eved Koyen. So Mimanov Shach, give it to me. I deserve Chuma whether I'm a Ben, when I'm a, whether I'm a ben Koyen or a Ben Eved, whether, whether I'm an Eved Koyen. Either I deserve it because of myself, or I deserve it because of my master. Now this was a machlek of Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yaisi. By Rabbi Yehuda's village, his town, if someone is getting truma, then we would attribute to him the yichus of, of kahuna. But by Rabbi Yaisi, they wouldn't say, oh, just because he's getting truma, he's automatically a kayan. We have an abraiser, Rabbi Lozer Bar Tzodik said, only once in my life have I ever given edus, and when I did, it was making an evident to a koyin. What? Gemara says, wait, 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 hang on, you can't do that. Even the behem of, of tzaddikim doesn't uh, fall into a takola, like the famous story with Princhas Ben Yoyer. So you think that because of Rabbi Lozer Bar Tzodik's edus, they made an evident to a koyin? That means that they, they wanted to because he he saw this guy eating chuma by Rabbi place where they don't necessarily make him into a koyin if he's eating chuma. And then he gave that same edus by Yehuda's place where they would make, assume kahuna to someone who is eating chuma. But they caught it the last minute. Now once we're discussing chuma in the base gairin, in the granary there are 10 people that do not get chedek chuma from the base gairin. Achevish, Shaitavakaton, Tumtum, Androgynous, and Evet, oh, and Isha, and Aurel, a Kayan who was not allowed to have a bris because all his, his brothers had died beforehand from the bris. Someone who's Tomei, someone who, who marries a woman who a Kayan's not allowed to marry. However, you, we can't send the, tuma, the, the Truma to their house except for someone who was Tomei or married a woman who he's not allowed to. Everyone else, we would send the Truma to their house, not from the base gairin. Now, they don't have das, halachic das. That makes sense. Tumtum and dragon is, they're a barrier of asmai. That makes sense. So it's a certain zilzul to, uh, to, the, to the kedusha, to the truma, to take a chalik from the base gairin, where everyone's watching. And Evid also, maybe we have Rabbi Yudas Chashas that we're going to think that he's a kayan just because he's taking truma. He's just an Evid of a kayan. When he's free, he becomes Yisrael. He's not a kayan mechlal. And Aurel makes sense that he can't if he's Tomei because there's a certain mius to Tumor and Arelot. And if a, if a man, if the Koyan marries a woman who he's not allowed to, Alamona, Grusha, Chalutza, it makes sense we're not going to let him take from the Goyen or even send it to him as a knas for marrying this woman. But why can't a woman, the wife of a Koyen, a Bas Koyen, why can't she take from the base Goyen? So there's two reasons are... Rav Papa and Rav Huna give two reasons. Either where Choshesh, that she'll be a Gerusha, she's a Bas Yisrael, and she was allowed to take Truma this whole time when she was married to Akoyan, but now, they, she, when she got divorced, she's not allowed to Truma anymore, and we're worried that she'll still come and take. And the other is the Chashash of Yichud. The Nafkamina is, if this base Gairin is near the city, so people will know that she got divorced, but it's not a busy Gairin, so there's a Chashash of Yichud. Could be she'll wind up there with only one man. Or if it's far from the city, people won't know that she's divorced. Then there's no issue of yichud. That'll be the nafkamina between these two 
reasons why a woman cannot take truma from the gairin. Now we we said besides the base gairin, we would send truma to the home of any of these kahanim, except for someone who is tame or marries a woman who is not allowed to. Now we send truma to an arel because that's not his fault. It's an oynus. He would die if he got a brismila. No. When the guy becomes Tomei, when the coin becomes Tomei, that's also an Oynes. The Gemara says, yeah, there are two different types of Oynesim. There's an, uh, a big Oynes and there's a lesser of an Oynes. The coin could have done something to prevent being in the area of the Tuma, whatever that was. There's a way to prevent becoming Tomei, and he didn't take those measures. So therefore, he doesn't get the Chuma for lacking those precautions. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.